Welcome, this is Richard Wilson. If your seat backs and tray tables are not already in their full upright positions, it's too late. Brace for Impact is the Bait and Switch Podcast. Welcome back to the Bait and Switch Podcast. I'm Jim Martin and with my co-host, Chris Beyer. And today our guest is Chad Honer. So how are you doing, Chad? I'm doing well, gentlemen, and how are you? Great. Doing great. Well, hey, I want to mention one thing before we get started, which is we are recording this in a different location than we typically do. We typically do it where, Jim? The Bait and Switch Studios. The Bait and Switch Studios, yep. yep. In the basement, but uh, there is <laughs> the a prob- there's a problem with my sump pump. Yesterday, I noticed a smell around the house, and so I narrowed it down to what I thought was the dish rag. Oh, really? yeah, 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 yeah. When it's yeah. been on the counter and it's yeah. just gotten You gross. thought the dish rag was smelling out the whole house? Exactly. I thought this was the worst dish rag of all time. <laughs> it sounds so, like it. So I, you know, I put it in a plastic bag and took it outside, and it was just bad. I mean, it was in the house and in the office, the smell. And so then I started smelling myself. Sure. I had my pajamas on still. Yeah. And I thought, I need... You know, to make better life choices. Right, right. Yeah, this uh, this single guy stuff, not doing well for you. It was bad. So I came out in the office uh, this morning, and I was telling somebody this dish rag story, and she said, that's not possible. This smells terrible. Right, right, right. right. um, Something died in here. And she said, how about your basement? Have you been in the office basement? And I went downstairs, and I've got a problem with the office basement. There's a problem with the basement. So there's water down there, and I picked it up. So that's why we're upstairs here tonight. Uh, a little background on Chad and and myself. We, uh, We worked together for a while. We both work in the computer industry. And uh, so we met at work and knew each other for a couple of years before he decided to bail on us. I did bail. For sweeter pastures, greener pastures. Those pastures weren't as sweet or as green. They never are. Well. But yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe they are sometimes. I haven't found sometimes any Sometimes they are. Pastures. Uh, this time they were green and then it became a that dystopian horror flick that you see uh, ah, late yes. night on television. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Right. And uh, that movie ended about a month ago, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. So I had to uh, find something else. We've established that I'm the least tech savvy of the three here. They're, these guys are both involved in computers. And so when I came up with an idea for this podcast, I want to serve an underserved audience. And so I thought, let's go after the Luddite slash Amish crowd. That's oh, I like out, that. It's turned, I like that. Yeah. But it's turned out it's, to be a mistake. They are, they are underserved, but it critically, well, it turns out that it was by choice. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. so uh, I think we've. I I think it's been a miscalculation. Right. Right. Well, we're going to have to reevaluate our marketing plan, I guess. Our audience at this point, it's small, but it's fiercely ambivalent. <laughs> right. Yes, and they're elusive. I view them as a formidable adversary, actually. Yeah, something, I think, something to be wrestled with, and yes. tackled and subdued, sure. right? Exactly. exactly. Perfect. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, it's, it's a boutique audience. Yeah, right. It's a honed niche. Actually, on a more factual basis, we have had 250 plus hits in our first couple of weeks. Yep. yep. I don't know. Is that more than you thought? Less than you thought? I think it's more than than I thought. I'll tell you the the last one, and and of course this is uh, time delayed for you you people who are actually listening to this, but uh, the the most recent. Facebook post that I put on our on our page had 750 views because your biking team shared right. it, Natalie shared it, I shared it, my niece shared it. Your niece is one of Natalie's friends. She recognized 
the, you know, and and uh, this this sort of is a good segue into my next uh, segment, I guess. But I was just down in Florida this past week. We were down in Daytona oh. over the week, and uh, you know the big race. This was, again, again for you, time delayed people. Race. This is months ago for you, but well, this, this is, is years ago, probably. At this right, point, right, but, right, right. Um, so yesterday was the Daytona 500. Correct. As Jim knows. Uh, I am a huge racing fan, particularly NASCAR, but I'll if it's got an engine and wheels, I'll probably watch it. It was won by Austin Dillon. NASCAR's been an interesting thing for the last couple of years, and I've been watching for over 30 years now. This is like my third or fourth generation of new drivers that's come in. Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and my guy retired last year. Matt Kenseth re- retired. Uh, uh, the problem is the team he was weird. with had a young guy tagged to take the ride over. Yeah. So what's the answer? How come he does not have a ride? Because he's too old. Ageism. In a sense, it's it, in NASCAR, is, they're trying to market these young guys. Um, Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon is 27, and he's one of the older young guys. You he's know, I, I'm following uh, the sport I follow is cycling. Mm-hmm. But I've been following it long enough now that I'm starting to see second-generation people, you know, sons mm-hmm. Of, mm-hmm. of people. Oh, okay. And yeah. time marches on. And that brings me to... A segment that we've done before. It's called the bait and switch timeline. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> I try and bring in a current event thing, just so our listeners, when they listen in the future, might know when this was recorded. Sure. So I was recently watching the Grammys, and I was watching with my 13 year old daughter, who's very into this stuff. Okay. She knows all the different artists, and all these people get on stage, and I don't know any of these people. Yeah. And then I look up, I see a couple faces that I recognize. And sure enough, it's the part where they talk about people dying. In memoriam. <laughs> In right? memoriam, yeah. And we lost. And these are the people I recognize, and that might be a sign that I'm getting older. Could yeah, be. I've uh, I've noticed that. My wife and I also like to watch the award shows, and I, it never fails every year now that when I watch those and they do the in memoriam, I'm like, holy, how, when did they die? <laughs> yeah. How right. did, yeah, how did, you know, that's yeah. so-and-so. How did I miss right. that? The one that got yeah. me this last year was Tom Petty. Very much so. Very much so. Very much. And then, if you remember, within three or four days, the next star to die, mm-hmm. maybe not as big a name, yeah. but was Fats Domino. Yes. So this is the question I have. How does Fats Domino, a man from the 1950s, outlive Tom Petty, who had his heyday in the 80s? How That's, is that possible? It's crazy. I just think that things were built better in the 50s and 60s than they are in the, you know, in the in more recent people, time. People were built Even better. people. I just... We're sturdy. I'm starting to get to the point in my life where I'm wondering what kind of world I'm going to leave for Keith Richards, actually. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. that guy... We, so, all, we all thought he was going to be dead 30 years ago. The, yes. Yeah. Literally, yeah. everybody thought, oh, Keith Richards is going to... He's going to be like Hendrix and Joplin and Jim yeah. Morrison. Right. He's going to... He disappointed he, us. Well, I don't. He's still hanging well, out. It, it, I think it was disappointment. You sound disappointed. Well, I think it was disappointment, but now it's just sheer amazement. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's like a weekend at Bernie's thing? You think they're just stringing yeah, them up by strings? Awesome. If that's if it's or it's like Chuck E. Cheese, they're animatronic. Yeah, that could be. It I too. mean, right. I would like it's to shake the hand, like Ted Williams' head. Just oh my god, it's <laughs> a whole other story. <laughs> the frozen splinter, right? Um, <laughs> If it's if it's animatronics, I would like to shake the hand of both the software guy on that and the hardware guy yeah. because that's amazing. Yeah. Spoken from a true computer nerd. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. I, it, if I only I could that. shake the hand of the guy who did the hardware on yeah, this. Right. Yeah, right. I, I've got a theory about yeah. Fats Domino. I believe if you go back and look at Back to the Future, he was in the band that played at the dance. 
Yes, the enchantment under the sea did. Yes, the enchantment under the sea. That's right. I think that he got in the car that McFly was driving. Oh, he got in the, the, the DeLorean. He climbed into the DeLorean, DeLorean. McFly. He went to the future, got insulin, because he's fat, so he probably had diabetes, and yeah. this is what kept him alive. Came back. That's why he outlived Tom Petty. Honestly, I think isn't that really the only explanation? I think Well, I is. think the only thing that really stopped Tom Petty was that an incorrect misdosing of prescription medication he was supposed to take. Of course. No, I think the DeLorean thing. The DeLorean no, I'm thing. To, no, no, I'm willing to go with that as well. I'm not saying that Fast Domino didn't, you know, have a hand in Tom Petty's death. Oh, let's now we're taking this. Here. Whoa. Yeah, let's oh, start that wow. theory while we're at it. If we're okay. going to go with DeLoreans, I mean. So he, he went, got into the DeLorean, went to the future, somehow Messed Sabotage. with the doctor's yes. prescription yes. pad. He just found, or maybe he just found out when Petty died and said, "I just got to make it a couple yep. more yeah. days." That could you be. Know? That's maybe. That's and then it. he could win like the Deadpool. That's yeah. a short celebration. That's like three <laughs> days. Made it. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> now another another timeline thing here. Are you guys watching the Winter Olympics? Not as much as I would like. Let me let me just stop both of you before you say anything. I'm DVRing <laughs> everything. Do not tell me. If North Korea invades, I don't want to know that. No, yeah, right. Well, I kind of have the impression that if they actually invade, you're going to hear about it whether you've DVR'd or not. No, no, he's really good at at keeping away. Staying away from the news, I stay away from everything. I, uh, I'm so far behind. I'm actually watching the Sochi games right now from 2014. I don't know if those were actually games so much as just a miscarriage of justice. Yeah, I heard about all the cheating. I'm not you know, talking about the cheating. I'm just talking about the fact that they had to slap the village together at the last minute. Remember the one guy had like he put his fist through the door yeah. or something yeah. like that? Or something. Sochi was like they basically had like the those hollow corridors you can buy at Menards because they couldn't yeah. get the nice handcrafted ones. And know. and not only that, <laughs> is was, there a Menards in Russia? Let's just start with that. For I'm example. Not sure. I, I think there's one Menards doing it, business over there. The first one is Baku, and that's Azerbaijan. But anyway. <laughs> I was watching, uh, again, the old Sochi games, and you guys might not remember this. Uh, there was a controversy back then. There was a couple. I think it was from Belarus. Uh, the guy was like 23, and the woman was like 20. And it came to light during the games that they had been in a relationship for about three years. And so he got into trouble. He was labeled a predator. And so during their performances, they had to enter. They were figure skating people. Yeah. They had to enter the rink from opposite sides of the rink and keep 30 feet apart. Do you remember that? Well, yeah, there was the restraining order. The restraining yeah, that order. That was the thing. And <laughs> yeah. so they yeah. had to do their so, routine yeah. right, separately right. from it each was, other. It turned into sort of like synchronized yes. figure skating. It was yeah. really wild. Yeah. It was. Re- do you remember that, Chad? <laughs> I don't. I, you don't remember that? Well, it was four keep, years ago. It was four years ago. Yeah. And <laughs> even in preparing for this year's Winter Games, I'm setting the DVR up and I'm like, so is there anything you want me to get? And my wife's like, no. Yeah, and I looked at her. I'm like, "You don't want to watch the game?" She's like, and she looks at me, and she's like, "No, no, I have no interest." I said, "What about the summer games?" Because when we, when she and I met, they were. I remember the Beijing games were a big deal. Because oh yeah, we watched them at her folks' house while we were dating, and I thought she was into it. So I'm like, "Oh, cool, the Olympics." (laughs) Truth be told, she the relationship or the Olympics. She was into the relationship. She (laughs) still is. There's a ring on my hand. So it was a it was a romance set, kind of like Titanic. And the love story. This was the Olympics with the backstory right, of the, right. yeah. Sort of, but but unfortunately, sort of based on a false premise. Are you concerned about that? No, no, no. Well, my love for to, my wife. To... There is nothing that will shake that. Well, I think your whole world is in a. In a no, in a, these are just these whirlwind. are just perfectory things on the perimeter. Good, good. The core things, they're great. Wow. To well finish, 
the the story yeah. with the uh, skaters, right? Despite the fact that they these figure skaters could not get within thirty feet of each other due to the court order, they still won the silver. But because of the restraining order, they took the guy and put him on the bronze side of the podium because sure. it was too close. It was sure. too close. Yeah. He yeah. started flirting with the girl that won the bronze. There became a fight. He went up to the gold platform to get the higher ground. Sure. And then that violated his court order and he got arrested. It was so, a big deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I remember it. I, you yeah, remember, I remember it well. Well, they, they call it the bra on the podium. It was quite a scene. I'm surprised you don't. Well, I mean, it was, you you know, know, it was so four years ago. You know what, ago. though? Yeah, it, was so it, was, it was winter. If it was about the same time, I was probably gearing up for NASCAR season anyway. Yeah, see. So uh, so this last week, we were going back to Daytona. Yep. I, I got to, as we were flying in, I saw the Speedway, mm-hmm. which was cool. I mm-hmm. saw that. And one day we were there, we saw the blimp. Mm-hmm. So, But we did not see Aaron Rodgers and Danica Patrick on the beach. Count your lucky stars. Oh, man. Because she probably would have run into you anyway. Yeah, that's apparently. That's yeah. what happens. <laughs> and I say that tongue-in-cheek. She's a talented race car driver. Yeah. I just don't think that stock cars were well-suited her. They're a much heavier car than she was used to. Right. That right. You know. Danica Patrick, she's 35-ish? Give or take, yeah. yeah. That uh, The biological clock is ticking there. Yeah. And, it, you know, Aaron, she's probably thinking Aaron's got to get on the ball, you yeah. know, if this is going to so happen, yeah. right? If he's so under pressure... Show. He's been able to do the two-minute drill before, right? He can do that. Yeah, yeah sure. He, sure. He, uh, uh, the no-snuggle offense. And, you know, he, <laughs> at this point, he, he, he's used to dropping back in the pocket with no protection. That's a good point. And throw it long and just have all his boys swarm the ball. Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, this he runs this drill over and over again. He can do it in his sleep. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Quite possibly. Quite possibly. That was brought up. Several years ago, when she was like before she changed over to NASCAR, you know, what do you think about having a family? Because she has been previously married, and I may be mistaken, but I believe that was one of the points that caused the divorce. Oh, I thought the problem was she wanted to date Aaron Rodgers. Well, (laughs) right, yeah. Uh, Danica Patrick, I heard her on a rival podcast, I will not mention Mm -hmm. this. No, no, she had an hour long interview, and I wasn't overly impressed. Oh, really? Yeah, she does come across as not cuddly. No, not cuddling. No, she's that not is, a snuggler. Right? She's, she is. She's very competitive. She, that's what made her a, a good race car driver. She's very competitive. She wants to win, you know. And that's those are things you want when you hire a race car driver. You don't want them to settle for twentieth. No. no, you know, like I'll just ride around out here. Cruise, you, know? you got cruise control on this thing because right. I like to just set it above fifty. <laughs> Do you have more than? Is there a better radio in this than just talking to the spotter? Right, you right. know, because yeah, I really, I really like a, a nice, uh, right. you know, right mellow, um, mellow tune. No, she's. It, that there has been discussion of her demeanor overall that it's less than pleasant. Yeah. Um I wouldn't say it's catty. No. But uh, is I it do, catty wampus? Maybe. I almost went there. I chose not Kitty to. Kitty wampus. Is that Kitty wampus. Word? There you go. <laughs> anyway, uh, I do remember a couple years ago at the Indy 500, she was involved in another incident. Uh, I don't, I don't, to be fair, a lot of the incidents she was involved in were not of her doing. She was just behind it. Something happened in front of her, and you have the choice to go this way, that way. Yep. She chose poorly, right? And it happens. I mean, you're split second. You've yeah. got that much time to decide: right. do I go this right. way? Well, they're, and they're actually told to drive at the crash. Well, yeah, because by the in by theory, the time they get there, in it's theory, gone. by the time yeah. if the crash is starting, say by the outside wall and coming down, if you drive for where the car was, yeah, in theory, it'll be, be gone. Yeah. I watched too much of this NASCAR stuff because that's what I do in my <laughs> well, own life. There's, there's yeah, I right. see the crash, I drive right at it. The um, <laughs> The Olympics, the event that I really like is I like the biathlon. Oh, the biathlon. it's fascinating, It's a actually. great yeah. thing. 
There's uh, the one race that I'm a little confused about is the biathlon mixed relay. What the heck is that? Biathlon that and mixed like relay. That's something well, off. Bi- it's a relay. Bi- <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Biathlon mixed relay. Hold on. Well, anyway, I, I really do enjoy the biathlon. What's cool about it is there'll be a certain order, and then they get to the shooting part, and then it's a completely different order. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you have you watched the biathlon? No, I didn't. I didn't know that. Why well, is it? Well, so you you've you've just skied, and then you have to come in to the range. Pull the gun off your shoulder, breathe, or yep. take your shot between heartbeats. With, yep, without your heart and moving your without weapon. moving your weapon all around. And you've just, like I said, you've just done a cardio, you know, a cardiac type event. Yep. Take your best shot or two. I think how many they get in the. It's, it's a, five. It's five. And what happens is, if you miss, you do a penalty loop. And so every time this shooting thing happens, there's a reordering. Yeah, it's a shuffling of, of the okay. deck. Shuffling gotcha. of the deck. And so it's it's very fascinating to see yeah, how often cool. this happens. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, I, the thing is, is I'm into this. So I'm going to start a biathlon club oh, here cool. in nice. Tulsa. And I'm going to uh, have it down at Hart Park, you know, down there. Sure. Yep. Actually, we've already started this group. And we ski around the track. Okay. And then every 10 minutes or a kilometer or so, we'll stop and we'll shoot cans off of the fence of the tennis courts. Sure. Sure. And the, the wrinkle that I, I'm doing to make this a little bit more interesting, it's a concealed carry biathlon. <laughs> Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay. so the thing is, is that you're shooting these things, yeah. and just by the time the neighbors get concerned that there's gunfire, you put, it you back. put them back, and yeah, they you, don't know what's nothing. going on, what's, and what's you're happening? back skiing again, and they right. think, well, it's not so, them. Right, I'm guessing right. you're wearing baggier attire, then. You're not wearing the suits like they're wearing in the Olympics yeah. that are yeah, exactly. rather right. form-fitting. Yeah. It's a, it's a good new club. And yeah, I, I like just it. hope that uh, you know the the ninnies, the nannies don't you know shut well, us down. I think as long as you keep the the start time <laughs> staggered. Yeah, but yeah. and then are you doing any night events like a good two three in the morning like around bar time? <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's a good idea. idea. You know, the main thing I'm going to do to to maybe make this more palatable for people is I'm going to start making sure there's nothing behind the targets because there's been some flesh wounds. There's been some Come cars on. hit. But, but I mean, what, you know, sort of, what, what are you going to regulate everything people now? Are, people are always going to complain. They're going to yeah, find something. Exactly. There's going to be something. You'll yeah. offend, somebody will be offended by anything you do. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody I gets say, hit by a stray bullet now and then, like, all of a sudden, everybody's up in arms. Right. Yeah. Jeez. On a more serious note, when it does snow... And I know that there's these biathletes out there. I get worried about the biathlete serial killer. Yeah, I mean they're they're out there. They can track they, them down though. They, I think. Yeah, I don't but know. What if, I mean, they, what if they start do, doubling back and then they're going over their own tracks again? That's true. Just, these are professionals. True. They know how to cover their tracks. <laughs> Let's say you were to commit a random crime. Hmm. How good do you think you would be at eluding the law and covering your tracks? <laughs> nope. You, you think I, you'd get caught? I have a hard time not telling my wife I cheated on my diet. <laughs> right. There's no way. Right, right. If, if somebody comes up to me and goes, so where were you on the uh, 5th of I give, December? I give, I give. <laughs> I was at the movies. Do you have a ticket stub? No, I didn't. You know, it's, you yeah, know, right, it's not right. going to happen. Um, I didn't even really do it, but I'll say I did it yeah. because you're, like, you're asking me all these questions. <laughs> right. I'm worried. I've always been worried about going to jail. I'm... Yeah, I know. I'm, I think I'm pretty attractive. You and I, we live on the edge. Yes. I mean, that's, that's pretty pretty evident. I'm yeah. one of those guys that when I do get a parking ticket, I'm glad that they caught me. You're glad to see that. <laughs> I, I am. I am. You're glad to see that the rules that are there also apply to you. Yes. That you're not and, out and, of bounds. And, yes. and they you're are above the law. Right. And they are, in fact, being enforced. It's sort yes. of a test for you this to test how. the law enforcement. I'm going to park my car overnight, see if they give me a ticket. How come you didn't give me a ticket? Do you call them the next day? Hey, 
I didn't get a ticket last night. I was overnight. I, uh, I tried to play that game when I lived uh, actually not far from the from the studios here. Sure, uh, lived over in a neighborhood closer to the ballpark, and yeah. uh, I would. You lived in the ballpark, is what in the ballpark. Yeah, <laughs> the ballpark. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I would get tickets on my truck, and I wasn't buying the overnight sticker. I'm like, yeah, hey, whatever. Sure. You, know. sure. So I, you weren't you weren't buying no, it physically, buying or you just weren't buying it as a concept. Well, I'm I was not, not purchasing <laughs> the overnight parking sticker. Okay, for I my thought vehicle. it was a conceptual thing. Okay, uh, I had bought into the parking thing. enforcement because I think that's generally a good thing. We don't need to have people parking everywhere. Right. And then one day I went to get up, and I was going to run some errands. So I'm like, hey, where's my uh, where's my truck? And I for a second I thought, did it get stolen? I turned to one of my roommates. And I go, Rob. So my truck was there. Was it there when you got home? Oh, I'll bet you got towed by the city. You can call them and ask. I'm like, okay. So I called the city up. I'm like, hey, so here's my plate. They go, oh, yeah, we took you in. You're over on, uh, you're at the lot over on Lincoln. It seems a little far away, but okay. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, city. They could have just it's, taken it to the to the stadium. Get a big parking lot there, but they whatever. Could, they could have, but then it's car to... sale. <laughs> <laughs> they sold my car. <laughs> right. It's the blowout event at the stadium. <laughs> Every time. Chad's car. That's right. Half price. No one is. <laughs> they can sell this them for nice cheap. stuff. Um, so I go and I have to pay all my unpaid parking tickets and then the fee. You got me. I guess Keep you it. got me. Keep it. It's not worth it. No, <laughs> that, was, that was all I had. That's pretty much, I needed that one. I was going to mention two last uh Olympic scandals. I don't know. We talked about the speed skating, uh, the the figure skating scandal. Sure. Uh, in curling, they yeah. caught a guy using a Swiffer. That's illegal. Oh, oh man. yeah, microfiber. I mean, yeah. come on. And then one, I don't know how, why they thought they're going to get away with this, but the Roomba. They brought out a Roomba for that. Sure, that's a mistake. Sure. They didn't, they, wait, yeah. they yeah. didn't designate the Roomba as a teammate. Apparently, <laughs> see, he wasn't on the scorecard. That's see, that's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Too many right. guys showed up, and the Roomba. There. And the sure. other one is. Uh, some of these athletes have been in the military, mm-hmm. and there's a snowboarder that's in the military, and he's kind of a gung-ho guy. And during the snowboarding competition, it got a little too warm. It melted, and he turned it into a waterboarding competition. I didn't think that was right. No, that's not right. Yeah, but if he continued the, the competition. He well, did not... extract a uh, confession from somebody. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, we, oh, we, we did find out. Not waterboarding, yes. not right, like right, wakeboarding. Exactly. I'm right. sorry. I was confused. My bad. <laughs> as much as uh, I'm I for waterboarding, I wasn't happy when they did it for my parking tickets. I said I confessed well, already. I was going to say, that's what they oh, found wait, out. That's you what didn't they found have out. You had a county parking ticket, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They take that seriously. Now that Clark's gone, that's not a problem anymore. I okay. took that off the table. But when Clark was here, waterboarding for parking tickets was a big sure. deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah <clears> right. I mean, that, 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 you know, they talk More about revenue. This. Well, it was revenue for sure. <laughs> because you could pay to get out of the waterboarding yes. as well. Huge deal. I felt it was criminally underreported in the newspaper. It was yeah. mentioned and then it was gone like well, it never happened. This might almost be like one of the first times I've heard of that. If, so we can use here on the If the terrorists take podcast. our parking spots, they've won. If we let him take the parking spot, that's a yeah. good point. Yes. They came for point. my parking spots, and I said nothing. When they came for me, there was no one to say anything for me. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bait and Switch podcast. Your uh, host here, Jim Martin, and Chris, my co-host, back here with Chad Honer. So we're on part two of the two-part, maybe, we, as far as we know, it's a two-part episode. You know, Who knows? This could be like uh, the Friday the 13th movies. It just keeps going. You know, whichever. Part 18, whatever. Part the Friday the 13th movie. You were just talking during the break about a movie you saw, which is what? I went to go see Black Panther uh, this opening weekend. Does it ex- does it um, meet, meet the hype? I thought, I thought it exceeded the hype. That's I thought right. it was, number one, as, as a connoisseur of Marvel movies, 
And I've been on board since Iron Man. I thought it was an excellent movie. Okay. To stand alone. My movie tonight. Yeah, now, you, you were saying that you're a big Marvel yes. guy, a big uh, comic book character Comic book guy. movies. I, I, yeah. That's not me. My favorite genre is the types of movies where people are going through vents and ducts and air shafts. I like that oh. type of movie. So Die Hard. Shawshank Die Hard, Redemption. Exactly. Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. Yeah. Both fantastic movies. Yeah. Mission uh, Impossible. Mission Impossible. Impossible. That's a good vent movie. That's one of the all-time vent movies. Oh, yeah. One yeah, of the right, right. It really is. Movie Just, events. Yes. When I see one of those movies coming out, it's an event. It is. It's, it's an, an event, event in my life. <laughs> one thing I always think about is the, the people that run duck cleaning services. Duct cleaning. Yeah. Duct, not duck not, cleaning. Not, duct. not cleaning ducks. <laughs> We're not cleaning ducks. ducks not mallards. Okay. <laughs> not the mallard cleaning service. Duct cleaning. Yes. Okay. Duct yes. cleaning. The yeah. duct cleaning service people. It's got to drive them crazy because in these movies, they're always... Depicted as very clean environments. Yeah. These ducks. Yeah, that's true. They're they're probably thinking you, what, you're killing my business. You know, you know, right. Actually, what I think that is, I think they've lobbied movie producers to show those things spotless. So when they are, and it's it's actually a marketing technique. Yeah. To lure new employees. Ah. Yeah. These duck cleaning guys are probably thinking, you know, these ducks are not that big in real life. Why do yeah. they depict it like this? this is, can't my crawl job through, isn't like this. I can't crawl through a duct, and I'm a professional. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Right, right. It's It's got to be frustrating. I would imagine. Although I would think on using Nakatomi Plaza as an example. I think that's Number one, example. that was a brand new tower. They weren't even okay. done building it. You're right. It's true. Because they had the uh, construction stairs where okay. a lot of the firefight okay. took place. Apparently right? you've thought about this, Doctor. I have well. thought about right. this. Right. Also, yeah. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Yeah, I'm going to put that out there right now. True. I probably believe it's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, As is Christmas Vacation, well, but whatever. That's yes. a given. <laughs> yes. Because there's Christmas in the title. Right. But, um, so, so is uh, Rudolph, by the way. Yes. Well, you know. I know there's a lot of debate about that. But anyway. That, that's yeah. really a lesson on bullying and how you should properly respond to your bullies. Right. So... I was oh, thinking I about, now you bad. mentioned Mission Impossible. Yes. And in Mission Impossible, the bad guys, it's, I don't know, what would you call it? Syndicate, I asked Jim about. What Which movie? Are we talking about the first one? Well, let's just talk about any movie like that <laughs> where there's a group of bad guys yes. in a yeah. building. Yes. What would you call that group of bad guys? A syndicate? A syndicate. syndicate or a gang? Um, evil corporation. Evil corporate. Usually, evil corporation. Because if yes. you look at the Bond movies, yes. for years it was the Cold War, so it was always the Russians. A lot of good vents in Bond movies. Actually, good vents. Oh yeah, vents, a lot of good yeah. vent work. Yeah. It is. In yeah, Bond yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking that within this evil syndicate, there's employees, right? Oh, there's got to be. And there's got to be a building scout that goes around, looks at potential headquarters for these companies, and says, you know, these vents are not good. People can crawl through these yeah. and spy on us. Yeah. I'm just thinking that this guy, it's his job to pick out the buildings and grounds. And he's getting overridden by the guys up top and saying, these vents, people are going to be walking through these things. Got to listen to me. I know you're paying more for my insurance. I know you're paying. <laughs> if you bring in that consultant, he worked in the duct cleaning business. Yeah. He wants the big yeah. vents. He, yeah. he wants to clean right. those things. Well, he's involved with big duct. Big I was duct. Say, that's exactly that's, it. Yeah. He's in right. big duct. Right, exactly. Yeah, I, you can't trust those guys. If ducks were reasonably small, that would just ruin my movie experience because people wouldn't be able to crawl through them. Oh, yeah. And how long would it take? Like, <laughs> like you can't just, you know, to get to another room would be a 10-minute experience here. And what I want to know is, so none of these superheroes have claustrophobia? Yeah. These people are, are very well-balanced. 
yeah. to crawl through these right. ducks. You got to have vent confidence. You, you have to have supreme vent confidence. Yeah. to go th- to do this. And also, you can't be very. You really can't be very big or heavy. No, because, no. I mean, how much do these vents? Can, how much can they hold? Maybe that's another thing. The vent guys like. This is not vents are not going to hold a grown man. Don't yes. try crawling through the vents. Yeah. If there's a if there's a terrorist attack, don't try crawling through the vents because you're just going to fall down on the guy. I was watching the um, what's that series? The Maze Runner series. My daughter's watching. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it's a big time vent series. Oh really? Yeah. It's so huge. you're into it. They got Lots vents of... that accommodate like four people. Yes. I mean, what? It's really? like the super highway or super. It's like the <laughs> super interstate of vents. Of vents. No <laughs> it's, kidding. It's crazy. Yeah, no they got kidding. four people walking side by side through these vents going throughout the whole building. Okay. And these door, these vent walking. doors where they come out, they don't have to shimmy through them. It's like a door larger than the door <laughs> yeah, that yeah. they like come a, through. Yeah. It's like a sliding door. It's like a French door. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> nice French door. You know, just... yeah, I'm teasing, but I do, as a kid, I always liked the vent the movies vents. where they had to get in the bad guys thing through the vents. What about, would you, would you also say tunnels like The Great Escape? Is that, is that another? That is, is that, such a fantastic I know, movie. I know yeah. vents, vents and tunnels are similar, but I wasn't yes. sure how you felt one, about one tunnels. One is made of tin, one is made of earth. Right, right. Danny was the tunnel king, and he would freak out when they had the cave-in, speaking of uh, claustrophobia. Oh, yeah, that one, that was a great example of that, where yeah, he got so far in, and then the, the tunnel began to collapse, and then he was terrified of going down that, even though that was the route out of the prison. To get out, you know, right? I uh, maybe I've told Jim this story. Remember back when we were kids, winters were a lot snowier. At least we had a couple, three that were huge snowy oh, yeah. ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would build mazes yep. I remember mazes, yeah, yeah. in my backyard. Yeah. Tunnels. And I had tunnels. I had yeah. tunnels, yeah. Was, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so one day, my brother and myself were digging a tunnel. Yeah. And I'm laying on my back, clearing out the snow. Had a cave in. Ooh. I could not move one muscle. If my brother had not been next to me, I would not be here right now. Really? I mean, I was just pinned. Oh my god, that's like, that's that's the worst fear for for me to have my arms pinned. I, I'm I'm pretty convinced if I was in like a, a uh, an earthquake yeah. and I was pinned under something, I, I would die. I would have a panic attack and yeah. I would die that way. I would just suffocate because I'd be in you know uh, hyperventilating. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. But there's times where I'm laying in bed and I actually practice like keeping myself calm. Like, okay, if I couldn't move my arms, like, yeah. I do like deep breathing, like okay, everything's and, and I'm like, no, I can't handle. Like I just get, I have it to, like, is something it. that like, that, ah, that feeling can't. of panic oh. that comes over you. I'm actually, getting a little short of breath right now. <laughs> well, you know, you know like, what? When I think back, <laughs> when I think back to that moment, it sends chills down my spine oh, God, every time that, I think about it. Oh, sure. It. Yeah. So it, this this bait and switch podcast is really taking a turn in this second part here. Is really <laughs> that's the switch, Jim. People, yeah. people are getting buried alive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kids are drowning. You know, I was only going to say because uh, my brother-in-law and I and my nephew mm-hmm. were at the Chicago Auto Show on Saturday. Something caught my eye at one of the exhibits, mm-hmm. and I said to my brother-in-law, "Hey, I'll catch up with you guys in a moment." <clears throat> and I was at the exhibit, got a few shots, and then I. Went walking in the direction they were headed and didn't see them when I anticipated seeing them. Okay. And I'm not one who generally panics. And you then know, you remembered it, about cell phones. Well, they, well, yeah. <laughs> so I was getting ready to pull my phone. I, I'm like, yeah. just hang on. Yeah. It's been three seconds. Right. Just, you know, it feels like an eternity in your yeah, mind. Right, right, yeah. right. But it was three seconds. I'm like, hang on. Take a deep breath and look around. But it was just for, for one second. Sure. I. I don't have that happen often. So when I do have it happen, it's a little concerning. Yeah. Sure. I'm not like my wife looks to me to be the one who <clears throat> the rock. Sure. You're the I'm, you're the calm in the middle of the storm. Well, the eye I'm at least storm, very good at dealing with things that happen spontaneously. This right. sounds misplaced, this trust that she has. 
<laughs> it very well Especially could in light be. Of your last story. Well, yeah. it very Which, well I mean, could be. It three right. seconds panics you. Right. 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 Well, wife has got to find just, a new rock. Right. Like I said, this is what, that, that's why it was because... still within the married construct. Yeah. Well, but, but somebody else that she can look to. Yeah. Well, you know, um, that's why it was concerning to me because I usually don't have that happen. Right. Yeah. So for it to happen, maybe was she's like, the rock. Unlike Jim, Jim who panics. I panic in bed. Yeah, he, <laughs> he does <laughs> actually. I panic yeah. at the drop of a hat. I mean, forget it. Yeah, in fact, he's on the ground <laughs> right now. <laughs> like Jim, you're doing <laughs> yeah. it again. Stop. Yeah, right. I'm in the fetal position right now. They can't see it. I'm just curled up and rocking. And that's all. Yeah. No. We got a warm washcloth on his head to finish this <laughs> right. podcast. Right. Right. But paper bag. But uh, Chad, I have to tell you that your story uh, about being separated from people in a group. Uh, doesn't quite live up to say I don't know being buried alive. Oh no! Yeah, so I know wait it a minute, doesn't. Wait a minute! I don't no, know. No, <laughs> just, I'm aware just he, <laughs> because you know the story he, that Chris led with me. Like, oh, I got something along those lines. You know, tunnels and Bur- buried alive. And then, and then for, for a and, second, I lost my party. No, wait, what? no, no. He had he had one before that. When you listen again, you'll hear that. Oh. But then he goes, and then there was this. Like, well, crap! I got nothing like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you ever been like in a robbery or in a car crash where all of a sudden, that panic happens and it's justified because there's something going mm-hmm. on. I've had a car accident where it's, uh, I was driving, I was in, this out of high schools. I had three friends in the car with me and I was on a wet road and went to take a corner. Yeah. And then I had stuck this corner in the dry at speed, no problem. Stuck it at speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you, a gymnast <laughs> or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you you're stick at some the kind of, yeah. Right. Some kind of I had made this corner before okay. on dry pavement in the daylight, which at is myself speed. in the car. At you know, speed. It's marked okay. 20, 25 miles an hour. I can you do, do it at 40, 45, 45 yeah, you know. Right, right. <clears throat> so I had three friends in the car with me. It was late at night and it had rained. And I'm like, oh, I can take this corner. I've done it before. I can take it. It's that youthful like confidence or arrogance. Yeah. Well, as soon as I felt the front tires break loose, right? There's that moment of, this is no good. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I've been on dates like that. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, this but is... you know. Um, and I, we, it, so we slide off the road. What I was not aware of was how close the drainage ditch that goes down 15 feet was from that corner. Yeah, okay. That's not good. Yeah. And I, I knew we were sliding, and at some point it clicked. Like, oh crap, the drainage ditch is here, and I yeah. yelled. Grab something. We're going in. We're going. We're, we're going in. My buddy yeah. Dave is sitting shotgun, which is not funny at the time. Late, no, the, now the moment, it's kind of funny. Now to say, I can laugh. Grab something. Yeah. We're well, going in. I can yeah, laugh because. Funny, but not, spoiler not alert: we all got out fine. Right. Yeah. Nobody was hurt. We were all shaken up. One of the one of the ladies with us because we it was four friends. Her dad happened to be the assistant chief of police in that town. Oh, okay. Convenient. Well, not really. Oh. Um. So you did get a ticket. I did not get a ticket. Oh. A stern talking. Um, I to? got a very stern talking to from her father, so I sure. took the, the initiative, sit down with him, and apologized to both of them for risking their daughter's life, for being an idiot, right, for right. being a meathead teenager. Right. Did you say I've taken that court, that <laughs> turn no. at speed? Oh no! Speed. Oh no! I'm dry to dry favorite. And did the guy? Of time. Did I, the guy say? Did you stick it before? <laughs> oh yeah! I stuck oh, it yeah. before. Yeah. I, I said I, I said I've driven that corner before, and I misjudged it in the rain i am sorry yeah. that i risked your daughter's life as well as you know could you forgive me yeah to his credit he did he said sure you've you've learned your lesson um i had risked three friends lives yeah right being foolish right i had one accident uh where i was driving with my brother who was a delivery driver at the time 
and he was new on the route, and he was looking for an address, and he was coming up on a stoplight. Yeah. And we go through the stoplight. He didn't even see it. Yeah. And I said, are you trying to kill us? And then we got hit, and we're in a spin. Okay. And I turned to him, and I said, well, I guess so. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, that moment of cognizance wow. Wow. Mid, <laughs> mid-event. mid Yeah. <laughs> Well, here's here's a story that, uh, and this is not taking a funny turn at all. Apparently, I mean, okay. maybe we can joke about this a little bit. But so I was in uh, when I was in the military, I was in, in Germany, and we, uh, me and a bunch of my buddies, drove down to Austria to go skiing. Mm-hmm. So we're driving down the mountain, mm-hmm. um, and uh, the three of us are all falling asleep, and all of a sudden we all wake up to this guy yelling "Oh f!" Mm. and boom, we hit the, we we hit the, something. And then we careen off of that something. Well, he had uh, fallen asleep. Mm-hmm. And as we were entering a tunnel, we crossed the other lane of traffic, smashed into the inside of the tunnel, careened mm-hmm. off of that, and went to the other side and smashed into the other side of the tunnel. We all got out of the car, and everybody was, you know, for the most part, okay. Um, but had he uh, done this 10 feet sooner... We were off the side of the off mountain the instead of in. We were ten feet into the tunnel when yeah. we hit this wall. So, so then you start thinking like, what, what could did, have been? Did of? the this, guy say that you know I'd been down this road before and I stuck yeah. that curve? I, I, I've stuck this tunnel before. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, right, right. No, he know. didn't say that. No. He didn't <laughs> say that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that was that was one of the the scary scare the bejesus. Like you know, sure. you go back and look and like, wow, right. what could have been? Right, know? the aftermath. You're like, right. wait a the, minute. The right. whole falling asleep while other people are driving. One story that I had, I went to Daytona Beach twice. The mm-hmm. second time, I drove back up to Madison, picked up some buddies, and then drove to Baltimore, Maryland, of all places, wow. to pick up somebody else, somebody else and then sure. we drove to Daytona. And they had been telling me stories about this guy, mm-hmm. and we got to Baltimore, and these other guys, these buddies of mine, who knew him better, started falling asleep. And they just got done telling me he was an alcoholic, and he grabbed a six-pack and put it next to him, as he was driving. Really? So we get to Baltimore at 8 in the morning. He's cracking And these guys are all crashed. Yeah. And he reaches down and grabs cracks a beer a cold and one. starts drinking the beer while he's driving. And then he cracks open another. Wow. Right? And then he cracks open a third beer and he drinks it. And I'm a little bit of a, uh, you know, a, more of a warrior than these guys. Like, party, party, party. I'm thinking, sure. no, let's, let's yeah. make it there alive. Yeah, let's get there and then party. Right, yeah, yeah, right. 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 There's an order of operations here. Right. Well, it was spring break. You could lighten up a little bit. Right. So <laughs> so anyway, he he cracks open a fourth beer. Everybody's out cold. I'm watching him, and he's starting to swerve a little bit. Sure. Right? Yeah. So I start nudging guys next yeah. to me. I said, hey, I've been watching him. He's on his fourth beer here. Yeah. So then... They start getting a little concerned. Yeah. I say, hey, I got to stop and go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. yeah you know, this yeah. is like a dog senses fear. Yeah. He sensed that I thought he was drunk. Right. Even though I didn't say anything. Yeah. Right. And so he said, no, just go in the bottle. He had a, you know, they had a. Uh, this is one of the beer cans. Yeah, they had yeah, a right, beer can. Right, right. He said, just let, me, let me polish off this beer real quick. You can use this can. Yeah. Right. yeah. I'm not going Because in the he's one of these drunk guys that yep. thinks he's not drunk, he starts coming up on cars even quicker. Yeah. Watch, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. 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 And finally, I wake up everybody in the car and everybody convinces them we got to pull over. But he was to the point where I'm going to show these guys yeah, right. that mm-hmm. I can drive with four wow. beers in me. And it was a harrowing yeah, right. 10, mm-hmm. 15 minutes as wow. we tried to beg this guy to pull over. Mm-hmm. Sure. This guy, during the trip, did a bunch of weird things. We got to uh, the hotel. He would get on the phone and talk with his girlfriend, right? Yeah. 
he would do that thing where they cover up the the receiver and make faces of the guy like, you know, she's being a pain. Yeah. And he'd cover up the receiver and he turned to us. He goes, what's the big deal about an abortion? Come on. Wow. <laughs> and he's like, he's making that. Oh, my God. This guy sounds like a real quality yeah. character. And he hung up. And, and this guy was, you know, getting in trouble with law down Daytona. And uh, I heard later, like a year later, he died of a heart attack. She's yeah, that's a surprise, huh? Yeah. Oh wow! I mean, it's unfortunate that you yes. never right. wish anybody died, but I yeah, mean, he it's... scared he scared me on that on that yeah, trip. Oh yeah, crazy. on that trip, you know, he would do something stupid in a parking lot, and we're like, we got to get out of town before we all end up in jail. Because oh yeah, he's right. You're right. worried about guilt by association. Yeah, well, he's, this guy's being a meathead. Yeah, wow. and now it's who's with this guy? Uh, we are. I don't know, sir. Uh, sir. I don't know where he came from. I think he came from the woods. <laughs> right. Who's this guy? Nobody hands with the wolves. And then, the wolves are with Chris. Them. How's it going, dude? Come over here. Let's have another beer. And you're like, Chris? who's Chris? You're looking around trying to. Then he comes, grabs you, just drags you back in or something. You know, it's not good. Yeah. No. So that was a scary. Not thing. good. No, thank you. I'll pass on that. No good. So how can we lighten it up a little bit? Well, here I'm no kidding. I'm gonna lighten, <laughs> right, it, I'm gonna lighten right. it up a little. Another current event thing here. Yeah. Have you seen these? Ancestry, where you send in the spit. Oh, oh yeah. They, yeah, yeah, like twenty three and me or whatever. I think I went with kind of a down market one because I sent in the spit, and they said you're related to someone in Africa named Lucy. Oh, that was <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Yeah, yeah. I, funny you mentioned that. I got the same result from mine. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah they, they said my ancestors were from the Rift Valley. I thought yeah, you know, this, yeah, this company yeah, is not yeah, reputable, right? Right, but this, but it's probably true. Yes. Well, That's you know, the thing. do you know the story behind Lucy? Why they chose Lucy? The people they, that found the yeah, original yeah. hominid, you yeah, know, yeah. that they say is our common ancestor uh, in Africa, they called it Lucy because it was back in the seventies, and this is true yeah. that uh, they were big Beatles fans and they were listening to Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds at the okay. time, and that was kind of the song in the camp that everybody. So they just came rolled into. with it and said, "Let's call her Lucy." Good thing they weren't listening to "I Am the Walrus." No kidding. Yeah, then because they think instead <laughs> yeah. of the chimps, people would think we're related to walruses. Yeah, that's a big, it's a big mix. That's up there. A, yeah, that. I was watching uh, <laughs> some anthropology thing. You get on a, a thing where you watch something on TV and then you look up things on mm -hmm. on YouTube, and so I was getting into this early man, early hominid thing, right? And uh, second time about, you used the word hominid, I like hominid. that. Idea. You like the hominid? You work that into He's my trying to catch up with my score on Scrabble over here yeah, on the board. Right. Superfluous, and uh, yeah. they were talking about Java Man. Yeah. You've heard of Java? Yeah, man, Java right? Man. Yeah. Java That's Man is you know where Java is? Usually uh, on the corner, there's a Starbucks. Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Indonesia, right? It's in Indonesia, yes. right? Java. Yes. Man. And they figured that Java Man was the first one to uh, use fire to cook. Oh, okay. Foods. Sure. And they've discovered a new, another new one. This just came out. You probably didn't hear about it. It's near Budapest. Mm -hmm. And they're going to call this Hungry Man. First right. one to use frozen dinners, apparently. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. First first I, one to have... I saw that same headline. <laughs> you yes. saw the same headline. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm getting into these uh, frozen dinners now. They're getting to be actually quite good. Sure. Oh, really? Yeah, don't you, don't you ever pockets. do the frozen there? Hot pockets. I don't do the hot pockets. <laughs> Where the inside is molten lava, the outside is still ice cold. Oh, I love those no, things. No, no, no. My wife will not allow them in a house And we've actually started anymore. taking an actual, the opposite turn. We're doing more fresh meal prep at home. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so about a week or so ago, we started doing the keto diet. Yep. Yep. Um, low carb, adequate protein, high fat. You right. try to trick your body into stop burning carbs, burn fat instead, you lose weight, yada, yada, yada. Um, don't the meal prep, on, yeah. what's that? I was going to say, don't say it on air. Your body might get wise to it. Well, it already yeah, has right. actually in the last week. <laughs> it's not the happening. Um, the word. I want to know, when did cooking become meal prep? 
when you well okay, I, my wife said okay I'm on board with this you have to drive it basically you have to steer this thing I'm like okay yeah because she trusts you you're the rock she does you're the, yeah, you're the, the rock yeah, right. you're yeah. the guy that panics the after three seconds right, right. 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 But, you're the three however seat. but not in the kitchen I don't seconds. so yeah. um, so I said okay so the prep part is laying out breakfast and lunch mm-hmm. for the week so like last night um, we'd gotten home from being out with family and laid out breakfast and lunch so we prepared our meals ahead of time and and i've what i said with this like let's plan on doing dinner live if you will Mm -hmm. so we'll prep we'll on air get dinner ready right before we eat it you think you're reinventing the wheel here you're this is called eating and cooking (laughs) i mean this is i know it's it's probably novel i mean it's (laughs) well but you know it's interesting because i just finished up the whole 30 Okay. So, uh, which is another diet mm-hmm. thing. And it actually turns into the whole 40, actually, for yeah. those of the spoiler alert, for yeah. those of you who haven't done it, you so actually go extra so 10 it's, days. You're getting the Noah's Ark treatment then, 40 days, exactly, 40 nights. Exactly, exactly, right. Gotcha. Uh, and that's about how I felt at the end of it. I had to get off the Ark. But uh, no, it, was, it really wasn't. Uh, but anyway, the point is, I know uh, exactly what you're talking about with meal meal prep. I dropped oh. 11 pounds in 40 that's, days. That's so actually, that's admirable. Yeah. Um, we're doing it. Just, we're trying to shake things up a little bit. Um, uh, one actually of the eat food. Actually eat food shake, versus, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Eat food versus consume it, inhale right, it, right. whatever. Yep. Um, the other is portion control um, with good planning and it's setting yourself to succeed. To succeed. Yeah. So right, right. when you do that, that's where the prep comes in handy. Yes. It's, it's yeah. more than just cooking. It's cooking with intent. Correct. Well, hey, with that, I want to thank Chad. Thank you, say Chad, your, for coming in. Honer. Honer. Thanks, guys, for having me. Yeah, it's yeah. been a, a fun ride. I'm yeah, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. It's good to catch up with everybody. All right. We're out. Join us next time on the Bait and Switch podcast when our guest Mike Sisko tells us insomnia is nothing to lose sleep over. I was complaining to my daughter last week about the fact that I... You know, I have a few nights in a row where I literally just can't sleep, right? Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was complaining to my daughter about it, and she said, she's very level-headed. She said, okay, let's let's talk about your sleep hygiene. And I just said, hygiene? Oh. I just said, wow. let's not. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I know it's horrible. Right. <laughs> You've made it to the end of yet another Bait and Switch podcast. Spread the word.